We are here back at y'all. This Midnight Prayer Watch, if y'all haven't been with Midnight Prayer Watch and our prayer watches before, this is about you. Not about us here. This is just an opportunity for us to take your prayer requests. And tonight, our specific prayer point is none other than the biggest thing that I think everybody is hearing this season. Everybody has been struggling on some form or fashion. Let me not speak that over anybody. Let me just say that I know of several people that have been struggling with depression and anxiety, myself included. It's it's like, what is going on in the world today? What is going on in the States today? What's going on in your country today, okay? We're talking about the whole international audience now that how many people are out here that's like, uh, I don't even understand. I, I don't I don't even know how I got here to this place. I mean, I, I felt like when the Lord was leading us to come back with season three, what the main uh, prayer point would be tonight to start the season it was like a, it was, it was like a no-brainer. Like we got to intercede for those that are struggling with anxiety and struggling with depression. Cause, huh? <laughs> how many reasons do we have right now that we could probably list that we might be depressed or we might have anxiety or fears? Right? It's like uh, anybody struggling with losing your job or potentially losing your job. Anybody out here struggling? To, to intercede for your family members because it don't seem like y'all are on the same page. It seems like there's so much division in the world today that there's there's so much that creates the anxiety, it creates the depression. And this evening, going into this new day, we just want to say we're here for y'all. Like Midnight Prayer Watch is, a I would call it a, a revelation that has come to life for me and for all of you guys just to know that the call that the Lord put on my heart was just to be in a position to help intercede on your behalf and I'm telling y'all there's so much that even in our sabbatical period that Abba's just been downloaded into me about how people are struggling like like you get so fixated on your bubble or your world in your life that you don't even realize that people are really on the struggle bus, like for real, for real these days. And this evening, I just want to send that call right now, that call, that clarion call right now. Y'all need prayer. Okay. Prayer changes things. If y'all don't know, prayer changes so much. You don't even understand it starts in the spirit. And then it works its way to manifest in the natural, but it, it's activated by your belief. It's like a machine that happens. And I be this this evening, this prayer session is is all about coming against those demonic cycles. How many people out here are just lost in your thoughts and your thoughts are weighing you down? And that's where that you start to feel that heaviness and that depression that takes over you, right? And you're just in a state where it's like, I can't even get out of my own thoughts. And I'm saying like, for me specifically, I have been in this space where 
it's been so much conversation about what is right for your body and what you need to do to put into your body to seem like you're going along with the program of the word. Let me just remind everybody, okay? I don't know. I don't know if this is what it was meant for. I don't know if this is meant for you right now, but let me just send this reminder that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Okay, I'm gonna just drop that right there. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. If you look like, talk like, dress like, act like, sing like the world, I would implore you to think about whether or not you are friends with the world because I don't know about y'all, but this, this, you know, I, I think last season we were talking about how uh, people were just debating whether even Kanye West was on, you know, if he was really, uh, you know, turned around his faith and everything. Now we see what happened with this whole Donda uh, album release. And now it's like, listen, you will know them by their fruits. Okay. But I'm talking about you not looking at somebody else and saying, oh, what they got going on. I don't think they doing what they supposed to be doing. Nah, that's not for you. What's for you is to look at you because you the only one that's standing up there in front of the judge and he going to be like, what did you do with this life I blessed you with? What did you do that I called you to do? Not your mother, not your friend, not your husband, not your wife. What did you do? I don't care about them. You. And the only thing that you can do is what I placed in you. So it don't look like nobody else. It don't even, it, it's not even dressed up the same way like nobody else. Let me just get off this tangent. Now, let me just say again, are you being friends with the world? Is that what's causing you to feel depression because you're trying to hold hold up to some kind of comparison or standard? Because you feel like such and such shouldn't have got married or such and such shouldn't have had a baby before you, or you feel like you wanted to have that house and the house didn't happen and you went through all the closing and everything like that. And then they pulled out last minute. Who am I talking to tonight? Okay. How, how many people are in their own feelings and it's all in your mind and it just feels heavy in your mind and you don't even understand it. You don't even know why it's feeling this way. But it's feeling this way. And you just, I mean, you, you in this cycle. And I'm telling y'all tonight, we breaking demonic cycles in the name of Jesus. We breaking them off of you, okay? So if you looking for prayer, if you like, how do I get free from anxiety or depression and or both? Because they, they go hand in hand a lot of times. I'm telling you, it's like, first I start feeling like, I don't want to get out of the bed because, you know, I didn't get what I wanted to have done. Then I'm like, but if I don't get out of the bed, something's going to happen bad. <laughs> it's like it's it's like they hitting you from one angle and then the next angle, you you don't know which way to turn. So what do you do? And you do nothing. And that's exactly where the enemy wants you to be is doing nothing. But I'm telling y'all right now, we got to get up and do something because if you're not doing something about this thing it's going to take it's going to take over and next thing you know you're going to look up and you might be sitting under a tree like Elijah we're going to talk about this y'all the lord said to me over the break it's not about how many people like 
or hit the comments or hit the subscribe button or it's not about how many people tune in live but it's just about that one the the bible says that even when one person saved all of heaven rejoices so it's not about the these numbers and everybody's so infatuated with analytics and how many people are trending and how the algorithm works and all that he's like uh okay first of all I am not an algorithmic Lord. Hello. (laughs) I am not looking for you to get those likes up so that way your video can trend and all that. Uh, No, he said to me over the break, he said, I'm looking for the one out of the 99. Jesus. I said, okay, Lord, we, we, we don't know who that one will touch, but he took me back to um uh uh Paul and Silas being locked up in the prison and all that went down uh, surrounding that whole situation and the fact that they set so many captives free just by their praising just by their their faith being activated and guess what happened it wasn't just the people in the prison that was set free but that prison guard that was like, oh, I'm about to lose my job. And he was thinking about taking his own life. And they was like, no, what are you doing? And and just by him getting woke up that night, because he was asleep, y'all. Oh, I don't think y'all caught that in that in that particular Bible story. But he was asleep, right? And then when everybody started, rejo- and, the, and the chains started falling, the gates were opening. And he was like, oh, no, I'm about to lose everything. But it was just a job, though. It was just a job he was about to lose, but he didn't understand he was about to inherit the kingdom in that moment, okay? And when suddenly the Lord moves, it ain't about what you can see. It's about what he's already planted. He's already sown. And when I tell you the manifestation goes for miles and miles that we don't even get to see, what happened afterwards? He brought Paul and Silas back to the house. All the family got saved. Okay, then he went out and started getting other people up on the like what y'all know y'all know about this Jesus? Hold up. I'm about to get everybody. So it's just for that one prison guard. Whew, that one prison guard that is a catalyst for hundreds of people, thousands of people. We don't know. But what I can tell you I do know is that my God is above everything. Okay? It's not a little G in that God, it's a capital G, the only G, okay, <laughs> the only OG. <laughs> so <clears throat> one more again, anybody that wants prayer tonight, we are specifically interceding for those that are feeling depressed or anxious. And if you are one of those people, we are so happy to have an opportunity to just stand in agreement with you and to Continue to bind and break those demonic cycles off your mind because it's all here. That's where that anxiety and that depression comes from because all of that is here. Nothing has manifested. That's the thing about depression and anxiety, y'all. I saw this uh, this meme I had to show y'all because I was like, this is exactly my life right here. <laughs> this is exactly what I am going through right now, Okay. So, I mean, it was kind of funny, but then I was also like, uh, yeah, it, it speaks to me. So here's anxiety on the, on the left, 
then it's like anxiety is thinking that everyone hates me. So it's thinking that everyone hates me. But did anybody say they hated you? It was all here. Then depression comes behind anxiety. It's like, first of all, no one cares enough about you to hate you. Boom. Drop the mic right there. Like you're getting it from both sides when you're dealing with depression and anxiety. But the key here is to remember that both of those sides are all here. Nothing has happened in the natural. Nothing's happened in real life for you to feel like, hmm, uh, I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxiety. It's not like somebody came and, and harmed you in any way. Anxiety and depression is all internal. And so if it's internal, then that means that something internally has to happen in order for it to get external. Hello, somebody. Let me tell y'all, anxiety and depression is just another plan, another strategy the enemy uses to get you to take your own self out of the game, to get you to feel like you yourself are not even in a position to fight, that you don't even got what it takes to get out of your brain, to get out of those strongholds, to release yourself from those demonic cycles. But I'm telling y'all tonight that anxiety and depression has got to go, okay? Because where light is, darkness must flee in Jesus' name. And I just wanted to share with y'all, like this, this is literally the characterization if you may not be struggling with depression or anxiety, but if you have a family member or someone that's a loved one that's close to you that struggles with it, and you may not even realize it, this is literally what's happening inside of their mind. And it's not just about this one topic. This could be about anything. This could be about anxiety or fear that of, of death, anxiety or fear of of being in a large crowd or speaking in front of people. And then depression comes behind it and starts to say, you ain't got what it takes anyway, pretty much. And and it just starts to make you feel low and heavy. And like, like I was saying earlier, like <clears throat> there were days where I just could not even get out the bed, literally could not, did not want to open my eyes and, and, and this thing is a spiritual thing, y'all, because can anybody believe that you can actually sleep all day long and still feel tired? It's, that's not your body. That's not your body that's tired. Oh, am I speaking to somebody tonight? That's not your body physically that's feeling tired. That's that spirit of heaviness that you come into agreement with that's allowing you to be depressed and you are attaching to it. You are the one in agreement with it. And all you got to do is break that agreement and take the authority in which you have already had in your identity as being a child of the most high God. Ooh, somebody, if anybody is getting mm, something out of this, please just, just start Feeling Holy Spirit move because I know He's moving right now in your mind, in your in your thoughts, even even for those that may not even be tuning in live, but that are tuning in later. If Holy Spirit is saying, you know that that's something you may need to be dealing with, I, I can help you with that. Then please, I implore you to just press into that. You know, ask Him to reveal to you 
What is it that you may be dealing with that needs a little bit of help in this area? Just a little bit of help. The other thing that I wanted to just bring um, to everybody's attention is it's just a real, real quick synopsis of a story um, in the Bible that was talking about our man, Elijah. Everybody knows Elijah was out here slaying all the prophets of Baal. Elijah was playing no games out here, okay? He was like, Ahab, who? Jezebel, who? I'm about to be out here doing the Lord's work, okay? And and the reason why I'm bringing up this story in particular is in 1 Kings um, 19, 18 and 19. And, it, and he was in a place where he was literally like causing Jezebel, Ahab so much grief. Like they was out here like, yo, like we can't even bring no smoke to this dude because he really got the backing of the Lord. <laughs> like, What can we do? And he came out here with the, the altar. He challenged them and said, the prophets of Baal, come out here. Let's do this. Okay. So we're going to do this, this, uh, this burnt offering. Okay. But you're going to lay your bull on wood. I'm going to lay my bull on the wood. And then we're going to call to our gods. Okay. <laughs> And we're going to call and see which bull is going to be lit on fire because you said that your God, Baal, can do whatever you ask to do, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, the prophets of Baal do everything that they try to do to try to get the, the wood to be on fire and the bull to be lit for the sacrifice. And what do you know? It doesn't work. <laughs> they doing this thing. They carrying on all day. Who knows what they start... If they even say in the in the word that they start cutting themselves because that's a part of their ritual and being worshipers of Baal, like they're spilling blood, everything. Can you imagine this scene? It's just I can like it's a little gory in my mind where they're just trying to, I guess, you know, stir up this God. <laughs> and little do they know, here comes Elijah like, all right, let me show you how this is done. Right. He pours water on the wood, y'all. Not once. Not twice, three times. And he digs a trench around it with water. So he likes, so, so let me show y'all how powerful my God is. And then all he does one good time, Lord, you already know what time it is. And boom, the fire comes. <laughs> and everybody was like, yo, what are we, what are we doing with our lives? This is truly the one true living God. And so obviously, uh, anybody that knows the story, then he goes and he takes, I think it's like 500 or some odd of these prophets of Baal and slays them with the sword. They're cut down completely. And he's like, uh, all right, now what? And then it was, I mean, like, okay, if that's not enough for Elijah to be like, who Lord is showing up for me, showing out tonight, he comes back again. And he tells Ahab, yeah, it's about to rain after how many years of drought? And he's like, get ready. You might want to get on that chariot and go back home before you get drowned out, you know, like the floods, <laughs> okay? And then uh, Ahab is just on the mount like, all right, I'm just eating and chilling. Nah. Then when the rain comes, now Ahab is out on the chariot. And of course, the chariot is pulled by a horse. And anybody that's been on a horse, you know how powerful that animal is and how fast that animal is. And when I tell y'all, okay, I'm just trying to give you a picture of what's happening. We're going to get to the, the main part here. And then in the word, it says, 
while Ahab is booking it on the chariot, Elijah girds up his loins and is running alongside of the chariot and is beating the chariot. Like, come on, spirit of the Lord, take me out, okay? We talk about, we going out here and we we getting it in like more than you saying boat kind of situation. So, I mean, that's another situation where you're like, okay, Lord, you got your hand on Elijah. Look what's happening around him and the people and they're being touched and everything. And then, of course, now Ahab booking it over to Jezebel. He tells Jezebel what happened. She's not happy. <laughs> we all know about that Jezebel spirit. <clears throat> and Jezebel sends a curse. And Elijah done been through, y'all understand like how Elijah is probably like feeling himself like because the Lord is being magnified and glorified. And then Jezebel says the curse is like, oh, bet I'm going to do the same thing to you that you did to my people. And what does Elijah do? He runs. He's scared, y'all. He runs. He's scared. Oh, does that sound like anxiety? He's running. He's scared. And he's taking himself to a place, a low place. Woo, do y'all do y'all remember this? Okay, so here, here's where we pick it up. Because y'all already know, I, I always say this, we gotta be watching the word, y'all. Okay, so here's, we're gonna pick it up. And when he saw that meeting, the message from Jezebel, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah and left his servant there. So not only did he run, but he separated, he isolated himself. How many people out here isolated? I went from anxiety to depression that quick. Zero to a hundred, real quick. It didn't take too long for him to run because he was afraid and then he isolated, okay? Anybody out here that knows what that's like? Then, <clears throat> but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. So he sought after the isolation because he was trying to get away from everybody because he was in that depression, okay? And came, sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die and said, it is enough now, Lord, take my life for I am no better than my father's. How many people, again, are y'all making this connection? What happened? Nothing happened, Elijah, outside. It was all internal. Who told him he wasn't better than his father's? Who said that? Nobody. Not one person said this to Elijah, but he's believing it. He's in this in this state of whatever Jezebel tried to send in that message. He came into agreement with it and he was right up under that depression and anxious because of what she said she was going to do. That fear took over. Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, we're going to keep reading. Suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, arise and eat. Then he looked and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. How many people out here know that <laughs> when you tripping, the Lord going to send some provision your way? Woo! <laughs> so then what does Elijah do? So he ate it. Of course, you got to eat. Come on now. That just came from heaven. All right. You can't pass that up. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Elijah, what you doing? Okay. You done got a whole angel out here talking about arise and eat. And you done went back to sleep. <laughs> and you still, and I'm I'm saying this based on the, the translation, but he laid down again, meaning he was depressed again. Okay, he was pressed down again. 
And that first attempt wasn't enough for him, apparently. So then let's pick back up. And then the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him. Woo, how many of us know that the Lord don't give up on us, y'all? Woo, does that help somebody? The Lord is not going to give up on you. Even when you try to give up on yourself, he going to send his heavenly angels. Oh, a host of angels to come and get you up and give you provision. Woo, did that help somebody? Mm, I think that helped me just now. He is never going to give up on us. He didn't just try one time. He came back a second time and told Elijah, arise and eat because the journey is too great for you. So now Elijah going to actually listen. So he rose, he arose and ate and drank and he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. First Kings 19, three through eight. Anybody that want to read up on that story? <clears throat> That's where the word is at. We got to keep ourselves washed in the word. This is an example, okay? This is this is why the word is so important for you to be in it yourself because this just depicts exactly what we go through in life. What Elijah was afraid of the curse that Jezebel had, but that could be insert whatever thing you got going on in your life right now where you out here trying to be up under a broom tree, trying to get right, trying to get away from people, trying to be isolated, trying to go into your own wilderness. How many people just want to lock themselves in their rooms? How many people just want to go move to a whole nother city, a whole nother country to get away from it all, to isolate themselves and to take your own self out of the game where you don't even realize your true purpose, your true identity and authority. It don't even need to go that far. Okay, you don't need to run. They got to run from you. They got to run from you, you know. They are not, they out here trying to get you to believe a lie. How many people know that the enemy is the father of all lies? And he going to try to get you to eat up that lie so that way you can take your own self. He ain't got to do no more work because you done took your own self out the game. And he don't even got to worry about you no more, okay? And he think he's out here just like, okay, well, you know, that worked. But next, on to the next person. But in this, in this depiction of what Elijah was going through, I'm here to encourage you all that what did the Lord do? He sent his angel. And not only did he send him to say, get up, and that was supposed to be, I would say, the encouraging word. So he sent his angel with a message to subvert Jezebel's message. But he came with provision, too. Ooh, how many knows that he's going to give you the strength to get up when he tell you to get up? Mm, what is that provision going to look like for you? Is that going to look like a phone call from a friend that you haven't heard from in a long time? Is that going to look like somebody that you thought <clears throat> what's on the other side was actually coming back to you and saying, you know, just by your testimony, mm, I felt like I was able to get myself up because every day is a choice. Every day we make a choice. Woo! Every day we make a choice to die daily to our flesh and our flesh is wicked. Okay. We were made out of this 
this flesh, this desire to be in the world and all that. And we got to say our flesh is submitted to our spirit, okay? And when it comes to being in a place where you're feeling anxious or depressed, I'm here to encourage y'all that the Lord is not going to leave you high and dry (laughs) until he gave you a chance. He came back for you. And what we talked about already, that he leaves the 99 to come back for the one. Okay, are you the one tonight? Are you the one this season that doesn't believe that anybody cares about you? What does what this, this, this guy in the meme say? He says, no one cares enough about me to even hate me. How many people have said that to themselves? I'm raising my hand because I've been there. And maybe you're not the one feeling it today. Maybe you know somebody in your life that you're concerned about, you're worried about. And you, you're trying to figure out how do I help this person in my life? How do I, how do I encourage them? How do I get them out of this funk? And I'm here to tell y'all that it's not by your might. <laughs> it's not by your might or your power, but it's by the spirit of the Lord. So we got to uplift each other in prayer and ask our father in heaven to help us in these times of need, because he is here to be our helper. He's He told us that. When you look up to the hills, I am where your help comes from. Are you pressing in and asking for help today? Are you seeking and asking and knowing the door is going to be open to you? Are you looking for it? Listen, I know it's, it's so many things out here that have been uh, created by our father, inspired by our father to help us in these situations. But are you putting those above what he's telling you to do? Are you putting that as an idol? Ooh, an idol that is stopping you from getting the true healing, the Jehovah Rapha touch that he is. And what we know he is, is he is almighty sufficiency, all powerful, yes. That is who he is. And that's what he's looking for is just for you to know you are clay that is marred, marred clay. Anybody know what marred clay is? Is dusty, is dirty, is it's chipped. <laughs> it's not perfect. But yet in his hands, he still molds you into masterpieces. He still molds us into a masterpiece, y'all. So I just, I, I'm getting to a point where I know that we got to keep it real this season with everybody. Like it's, it's not about fluff and midnight prayer watch. We talk about this all the time. It's not about what is going to sound cool or it's going to make you feel good after you listen, but it's truly about making you know what the truth is or, or, not making, you know, because I can't make anybody know nothing, okay? I can't make anybody do nothing they don't want to do. But it's bringing forth the 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 word, which is the living water that we need to be replenished by. And that's why we say here at Midnight Prayer Watch, we got to be washed in the word, y'all. So that way we know and cannot be deceived by these lies, 
cannot be uh, uh, put astray by something that the world or, or someone that doesn't really know the truth is telling us this is how we're supposed to go. And so we keep it real because we just want y'all to know that this is this is what it says. But please fact check me anytime. Go out and read for yourself because that's where the true revelation comes from. And that's where Holy Spirit starts to reveal what is meant for you in the word. Okay. Don't don't rely on us here at Midnight Prayer Watch. Don't rely on your parents. Don't rely on your spouse. Don't rely on your brothers and sisters. Don't rely on your coworkers. Don't rely on your grandparents. Okay. You gotta, you gotta find this thing out for you because you're the only one that's going to stand up there on judgment day and take account of what you did with this life. So I just had to give y'all that quick synopsis because when I caught that, I was like, Oh my goodness. What is we doing out here? <laughs> What is we doing out here? And we have this whole depiction of how he still comes and saves us and delivers us, even in our time of feeling depressed to the point where we feel like we don't even want to be here. So midnight prayer watch, prayer watchers. I'm just telling y'all we are done with depression this season. Okay. And so I just want to say a quick prayer over everybody that is in this season of depression. We're just coming to you, Abba, just thanking you for your revelation and your word. And thank you for allowing us to bring forth the truth. Uh, We said, God, that we know that there is just one person out there out and you seek after that one that out of the 99 and just one person could hear this word, just one person could feel your your tugging, Father God. And we just pray, Lord, that that one person's heart is not hardened towards your truth so that they would receive it in the way in which you have designed for it to be received, that you would start to peel back, Father God, any scales that the world has placed over this person, over, over, over multiple people, Father God, that are feeling depressed, that are feeling anxious this season, Lord, that they would know that you did not call them to be underneath the rock, underneath the tree, that you have lifted them high above. Uh, for you, you've said in your word that you delivered the necks of our enemies to us, Father, who that we would see our enemy defeated before our face and that they would come at us one way and flee from us seven different ways. Lord, we release that word over any anxious person right now that, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but you gave us power, love, and a sound mind. And all of that internal turmoil that the enemy is trying to create through demonic cycles, we bind them right now off of any anxious person, off of any depressed person right now that's listening under the sound of my voice. Father, we bind those demonic cycles. We we ask you, Lord, right now to be the lifter of our heads, Father God, so that we could see above what we are looking at on earth and keep our eyes on that which is above and not things of this world, Father. We bind those demonic cycles. We give them no place. They have no ground. There is no ground for them to operate off of, Lord, in Jesus' name. We declare decree right now 
that those dry bones, we are, we are calling out to them dry bones to come alive, dry bones come alive, and that you would be able to place uh, sinews and muscles and tissue around those dry bones, and they would be able to be filled with living water this season, Father. We thank you, Father, for that person, that person's that are 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 hearing this this call in this season to break agreement with anxiety to break agreement with depression to break agreement with heaviness and break agreement with isolation where the enemy is is lying to them the enemy wants them to be separated from from those that you have placed around them to support them in this season of of stress in the season of of anxiety in the season where the world is trying to use fear to control people's actions and decisions and we declare right now father god that those people are hearing from you more clearly this season and that those people are in a position father where their hearts are no longer being turned away from you but they are turning back to you this season and we declare and decree right now that you are getting the glory that you are being manifested and you are being magnified father god in their lives and everything that they do and that even now father there is a pricking happening in hearts there is a, a turning that's happening in minds that there is a a captivity of those thoughts those anxious thoughts those depressed thoughts those self uh self depreciating thoughts father god there is a, a turning away this season from things that you have declared are not ours to carry you have declared are not ours is not our identity father god we declare and decree it in the name of yahshua hamashiach and we declare, Father God, right now that all of your sons and daughters, your true sons and daughters are being raised up, Father, and that they are receiving what you have already said is bravery, is courage, to walk in courage, to make those decisions that are not in alignment with the world and to stand apart because you have set them apart. You have set us apart for such a time as this, and you are calling us right now to be set aside from the world and to be salt in this world, Father God, so that we could bring it to this. Ooh, we could be the lampstands in this world and bring that light, Father God, for all to see, for us to shine, Father God, in your glory and for you to continue to be magnified. Ooh, in Yahshua's name, we declare and decree right now that all depression must leave in the name of Jesus. All anxiety must go in the name of Jesus. And we declare, Lord, that tomorrow, ooh, every day, is a new day and tomorrow, Father God, and that day is a, a choice for these people to choose to walk in the identity that you have said they are lifted up above their enemies, that there is no sickness, disease, illness, infirmity that could come against them because that's already been taken away by your precious son, Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins. And we thank you, Father God, again, for allowing us to be vessels to let your words flow through and for you to just get the glory, for you to do, whoo, Father, you do all the work, Lord. You are our battle axe and you are on the field every day and we just hold our peace and rely on you, Father God. That's not hard to do, but it's hard for us when we try to do more than we should. And we thank you, Lord. We love you. We praise and honor you and I pray all things in your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Yahshua HaMashiach's name. A.
men. Oh, if that touched somebody, if y'all are in a season where you think that you are are ready to make that change and you are trying to strive for um, doing something different and, and the Lord is calling to you right now and he's saying to you that it's time. <laughs> it's time. I've been calling to you. Well, he told, he told Elijah, I'm going to try again. He's never going to leave or forsake you. And he's continuing to chase after you. Will you answer the call today? And maybe you were brought here for a reason. Maybe you were brought to this particular watch so you can make that decision for eternity. And I would just encourage you, if that is you this evening, if that's you right now, to not run away again, okay? Because I would hope that you would understand that every time you run away, that voice, it, it feels like you can't hear it any longer or it's getting it's getting uh, uh, quieter and quieter or it feels like I don't, I don't feel that tug anymore. I don't feel that tug. And that's not him. That's your heart hardening. So I would just encourage you to not run away any longer, not isolate, not go into the wilderness any longer, but make this, take this step, y'all. Take this step, man. Take this step, woman. Back to the father where you belong. He created you. And everybody wants to go back to the maker. So if that's you, say the salvation prayer with us tonight. We are so excited about you taking this very important, the most important decision in your life and taking this first step on your journey. So God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I believe that you sent your son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. He was raised from the grave and is alive right now, and he's coming again. I confess you as my Lord and personal savior, Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. In your name, I pray. Amen. It's that simple, y'all. It's so simple. It's just believing in him and he will come into your heart and that he has saved you. And now the angels are rejoicing in heaven. We are rejoicing with you. We're so happy that you are on your way to finding out who you really are and who he created you to be and what you came here to do for the kingdom. And I know we've been talking about anxiety and depression and we've really been focusing in on that. But next week, we're going to have our other prayer point um, to focus in on. But I do want to encourage anybody that is looking for additional support in our community. We have our partner, our affiliate partnership with Smart Jewels Enterprises. And for any of the kings, calling all the kings out there, Okay, we are looking for um, any of the kings that are interested in just joining a community of kings and having a weekly Bible study every Sunday. For more details or if you're interested and you want to go ahead and, and get connected to some fellow kings and, and have that relationship in the body of Christ, sign up at this link, flow.page, Smart Jewels, and you'll see a sign up link for you to be able to to uh to access a, an awesome community, an amazing community of men that are in a position to um just help you uh grow 
edify, exhort one another. You know, there's nothing like men coming up in the kingdom and doing the Lord, reading about the Father's business. I don't know about y'all, but that's what's up right there, okay? And I just want to thank y'all again. We are here. We are back. We are on fire. We are lit, okay? We are salt for this earth because we're going we're gonna to claim our inheritance. It is ours, and we have to walk in this identity, y'all, because it's too much. It's too much going on. It's gotten to the point where you're not just going to be able to be comfortable no more. You got to pick a side. So we are bringing forth what the Lord is saying and his truth, the one true living God. And it's it's decision, it's decision time. So midnight prayer watch, prayer watches. This is wrapping up our premiere watch for the season. We are just excited to be back y'all and it's going to be an amazing season of just prayer and intercession and and just we know so many people are are going to be just captive set free (laughs) that's the only thing i can i can really characterize that as so they connected with us y'all And most of all, stay up, stay washed in the word, all right? 